Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I am Leah and I am joined by Bonnie and Katie and Jen and we are talking about our one cool photography gal. So Bonnie has already talked about a doctor, Katie Bowman. But before we dive back in, I want to get to know something random about our gal pals. So my question for all of you is what comes to mind when you think of iconic rock and roll photography? And I'll give you something to kind of jumpstart. Um, I already terrified you with the John Lennon and Yoko Ono. It's actually the honeymoon in bed photo. But also, like, there's Elvis Presley, just about anyone. But, it, you know, there's always the tippy toes one. There's um, Johnny Cash, if you ever seen this one, with yes, the middle finger one. Yep. Yep. There Wasn't you go. Wasn't that at Folsom? Was that <laughs> I at think Folsom? it was at Folsom, but it was definitely around that tour. It's on T-shirts now and flags and stuff like that. Um, Abbey Road. Oh, yes, Abbey, Abbey Road. Road. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one I was thinking. Already. That's what you were thinking mm-hmm. of, the Abbey Road. The one that came to mind. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Iconic. It's like the first thing when yeah. you think rock and roll and photos. Um, rattle and hum. I don't know if anybody thought of rattle and hum. Maybe. No, not so much. Not no. YouTube fans. All right. No. Um, I'm also saying anything, Dylan. So like, here's uh, here's Dylan, and oh, yeah. Dylan. Sorry, I'm in love. I love Dylan, and then I da- and then Dylan. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nobody on the him. Dylan. No. He was old, though, I did see him too. when he was old, but I also saw his son, and mm, he got okay. all the good genes. Okay, all the good genes on Jacob Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> and he can sing as well. Oh, who who thunk that one? Right. Any other ones pop to mind? I've given Are we you doing our thing. Yes, exactly. I've uh. gi- I've given you some, you know, some starter. T- I also I'm trying to buy you time to look on your phones and figure well, out which one it is. Not me. Oh, Bohemian no, no, Rhapsody. Oh, yes. Queen album cover. That's fair. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. But you know what? Jen's already been ready. Jen, what is, is what is yours? Jim Morrison's. Is that his first? Was that their inaugural? The Doors of um, the Doors album. Album. Yes. Yeah, there his, you go. Mm-hmm. But then what nice. also pops into my head is. The Beatles getting off the plane in New York. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Their arrival in the States. Yeah, absolutely iconic photo. Katie, what about you? Mm. I see you doom scrolling. Doom scrolling? I don't even know that, but I like it. You you did say, oh, you've never heard of doom scrolling? I've never heard. Oh, this is when your day is shit and you just go through your feed, like your Facebook or your Instagram, and you're just looking for something worse in your day. You're like, this day sucks. Let's see what's worse. And... Uh, You're like looking for something to get pissed off about. That's doom scrolling. Yeah, I don't even do that. My day's shit. And I'm like, I want to find puppies and kittens and and really nice cows kicking soccer balls. Yes, there you go. Very nice. Yeah, that's where I go. I mean, my Is it Abbey Road? I mean, you can go go with Abbey Road. Road. Yeah. It is. Um, I kind of grew up not allowed to watch MTV. I know, you were sheltered as a child. Yeah. My memories are when my dad would get the cassette tapes from the Shell station. (gasps) And it was like a 70s rock compilation mm. so i don't have a lot to go on oh you're gonna love my gal then <laughs> <laughs> it, it would probably be abbey road sweet no yeah. i think that's a, a very very good one mine would be this one does anybody know what album that is that poor guitar yeah that uh, poor guitar is about to die <laughs> no i 
I, it's the it like clash. It's uh, London Calling. Uh, London <laughs> Calling uh, is uh, it's the Clash is known as the only band that matters. <laughs> that was their tagline. Uh, so I'm going to talk about the cover of the only band that matters, right? Um, so the London Calling uh, cover was taken by Penny Smith. So mm-hmm. Penny Smith is my gal. Uh, This photo was chosen by the lead singer, Joe Strummer, for the album cover. Um, So a really fun fact you may or may not know about me. I'm actually a very big punk fan. (laughs) I love punk music. Um, I took a really big deep dive into British and American punk. Because believe it or not, they're totally different. (laughs) And I wrote this really cool movie script that I never made. And it sits in a drawer and it's really good, but it's in a drawer for nobody to see. Um, But when I was doing my punk research, everything interconnected between The Clash. Like The Clash influenced so many people and were friends with so many people and opened the doors for so many people. So that's why everybody talks about how The Clash is the only band that matters. So when I was looking through, I just knew that for mine, I want to do something rock and roll. So I'm like, something rock and roll, something punk. And then I'm like, okay, I freaking love the Clash cover. Who did that? And I'm like, Penny did that. Mm. Shit, that's who I'm covering it. Now, the story behind this photo is even more uh, intense and unbelievable. So you know I love a good story. But first, I'm going to tell you about Penny, okay? So she went to Twickenham Art School. She's very British, Twickenham. Uh, She went to art school in the 60s, and she studied graphic and fine arts. And for three years, she worked on a magazine called Friends, F-R-E-N-Z, because, you know, that means they're art students and they're cool, right? But she went there with graphic designer Barney Bubble, who also did some other album covers. I've never heard of him, but a lot of them were topography you know, so made letters cool, made things in neon and bubbles and stuff. Also his name, not his real name. Surprise, surprise. Um, but also music journalist Nick Kent. And so Nick Kent gets her kind of into the music realm. Her first photography gig right out of school after working on this magazine a little bit is to go on tour with Led Zeppelin. No way. That is her first uh, commission job to go on tour with them. And she went on tour with them first between 71 and 75. So like right at the point of stairway, you know, I mean, the height of stairway um, right before uh, physical graffiti. So like my big Led Zeppelin fans, I had to look all this up. There was an interview with Penny. She said, quote, I did odds and ends with them, which means she showed up a few times. So I think between 71 and 75, she like saw him a couple of times. I have a photo of hers, which I think I have on here, from a 75 tour. I had to go researching and shit because my brother loves Zeppelin and I knew he would ask, oh, that's right. The picture wouldn't, I'll have to put it in the show notes, but the picture wouldn't jump on the iPad. So that will be in the show notes. But the detective work is that there was a 75 tour and it was at Earl's Courts in London. But she also talks about being in America and how security for Zeppelin was different in America than it was in England. So she was definitely there at some point too. So my brother, like I said, is a big Zep fan. So he would be totally excited. But I also wanted to make sure I covered as well as I could because Penny's still alive and she doesn't do interviews. So I want to make sure I get it right. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but she did say this about Zeppelin. I found them perfectly charming. You know, they were just nice blokes as far as I was concerned. So it's like, yay, look at that. Isn't that sweet? So Penny worked for the British magazine NME, which 
still technically exists today. It's just online. It's not a physical magazine anymore, but it's still like Dave Byrne is on the cover this month. Uh, but it stands for New Musical Express. Nobody calls it that. But the NME magazine embraced gonzo journalism. Does anybody know what gonzo journalism is? It's where you get a big blue nose. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you so get chickens. shot out of a cannon. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Or um, it's where you embed yourself into the story. It's first person narrative. So you're not reporting, you know, the band did this and the band did that. It's I went to the show that night and I saw this. And so you're that's gonzo journalism. Um, so it wasn't about being uh, objective at all. But NME, as far as being famous for gonzo journalism, was also at the forefront of the punk movement. So right as punk was starting in London, NME was right there, which means she was right there. What? So she had the credentials of working with Zeppelin and then working on NME. And she was in the right place at the right time. Uh, But that famous uh, clash photo, which was taken in 1979, where it's actually Paul Simonon is about to smash his bass guitar. She almost wasn't even there. So it almost never even happened. So here's the story. It actually starts in 76, okay? The Clash is playing at the Royal College of Art in London. Yes, they are also art school kids. Mm. (laughs) A lot of the punk movement really cross-pollinates with art school and being poor as shit. Bonnie, you understand, right? (laughs) And this is British poor as shit. So like, yeah, exactly. So Penny is working as a freelance NME uh, photographer. She's asked to go to a Clash show. This is way before they're big. She has the flu, though. And she shows up for 10 minutes and she decides to take a few pictures in the dressing room. And she's like, fuck this, I'm out. So uh, she's mostly been doing like covers and she just she just goes. It's no big deal. But the Clash really liked her work. And they're like, can you please come back (laughs) and take some more pictures with us? Because I really like it. And uh, she passed. She's like, nah, whatever. She was working with The Jam and with U2 and with Morrissey. Um, And she got into a little bit of a spat with Debbie Harry of Blondie. (laughs) But then again, who didn't, it feels like, in a lot of my punk research. Debbie Harry pissed off everybody. Uh, And also photographs always pissed off Debbie Harry, too. But, uh, But Penny comes back around to taking a consideration of doing another, you know, shot with The Clash. Because unlike... Some of the others that I mentioned, they were stiff. She said it was like film in a window. Like there was just nothing happening. Um, She said there was more emotion and better shapes in the clash. She liked their shapes. And I'm like, this is a girl of few words. (laughs) They had good shapes. I wish she would have said they were hot as shit, but she didn't. She just said. They had good no, shapes. No, I like that. <laughs> right. Like you gonna use that very as cool. Very gonna, cool. Yeah, it's very British. I, it feels I'm, like too. Yeah. I'm very say reserved. That to yeah. Josh, after you have, run tomorrow, because he always wants go. me to admire his calves. You have better shapes. They just start catcalling people. Hey, I like shape. Nice you got shapes. some good shapes. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a thing. <laughs> uh, so Joe Strummer, the lead singer, he asked Penny to then, after taking some photographs, and they really liked them. Let's see, I have a few of them. Of her glorious, yeah. So, yeah. See, nice shapes, right? These boys mm-hmm. have nice shapes. <laughs> They're okay. And then that. There we go. There's one of the Clash members. Good yeah. shapes. Good shapes. Uh, <laughs> they're art students. What can I say? Um, so Joe Strummer asked Penny to go with them on the American tour. He said these American tours are way different. You should totally come with us. And she goes, all right. So way she does. Different how? Um, they're different in the sense of how the audience responds to them okay. and also the venues too. Okay. So the venues in Britain, 
everybody is doing mosh pits and crashing right in front of the stage. It's where you go to like dance and burn off energy. But in the States, people are sitting in their seats. They came for a show. They're, you know what I mean? They're a little bit more reserved. They're not fully up in there. So in their first U.S. tour, Penny has been with The Clash for about two weeks. And she was thinking about actually taking the night off and going bar hopping with her friends because they asked her out. And she's like, all right, uh, nah, never mind. I'll I'll go film the show. Uh, So it's New York City. It's the Palladium. And believe it or not, it's the 21st night of September. Now, there is a whole nother song called the 21st (laughs) night of September. But this is in 1979. And she usually filmed on the other side of the stage. I can't tell you if it's stage right or stage left. But, you know, she's usually on the other side of the stage by the lead guitarist. Mick Jones. That's usually where the action happens. Yeah. Um, she, because she was already thinking of not being there, she just wanted to change it up, just kind of get a different vibe, get some different photos from the show. So she was on the other side of the stage by the bassist, by Paul. So Paul was in a really bad mood that night, like really oh. pissed off. Okay. So the New York audience, not only were they stiff, like sitting in their assigned seats, but the bailiff wouldn't let, the, not bailiff, the bouncer, wouldn't even let mm-hmm. them like stand up. Like they had to like sit in their seats. Can you imagine watching a punk rock show and uh, <laughs> you know what no. I mean? So there was no energy for them. And this was like two weeks into the American tour and they're, they are used to British audiences right up in their stuff. So they couldn't get the bouncers to, you know, just let them have a show. Um, so the anger just built up and built up in Paul and he was just fucking done. Like he was over this. So he raised his fender over his head like an ax and he smashes it on the stage into a billion pieces. Penny was six feet away. (laughs) She was right there. The reason why the photo is a little blurry, she was ducking. (laughs) Because it was that close. Uh, But she said, it wasn't my choice to take the shot. My finger just went off. Uh One shot. That's all she took before she ducked. And she wasn't even planning on it. So uh, she was really up in that glorious blast zone. So the the next day, the band is looking at the contact sheet that has all the little tiny pictures that uh, that she has taken. And I think it's actually a while back of pictures that have been taken because they're looking for the album cover. Uh, they had already recorded the album in August. And so they're looking on the tour bus of all these hundreds of photos that Penny has taken. And Joe Strummer points to that photo of Paul about to like destroy his base. And he said, that's the one. And that's that ironic shot. But Penny adamantly disagreed. Mm. (laughs) She said, it can't be that one quote. It's completely out of focus. Mm. It won't work. But she said, Joe wouldn't have it. That is the photo. So Penny says, I thought, okay, who am I to argue? It's your bloody album. Go on and get with it. Mm -hmm. So she was like, fuck you. (laughs) That's a stupid ass shot. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's just the one shot. It's out of focus. You can't even tell who it is. Like you don't know which guitarist it is. You can't even tell really it's the clash. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have their, their good shapes. (laughs) Um, But you do know what that frustration feels like. You do know that you want to be part of that or you want to be a train wreck and watch that. You know what I mean? 
So that image is like the center point for most punk rock and rock bands. People were not smashing their shit until they saw that photo. (laughs) So the idea, and also even Paul, who smashed the bass, he said, if I was really thinking about it, I should have smashed the the backup bass. That one sucked. (laughs) So he smashed his favorite one. (laughs) So it was just like in in the movement of it. But uh, some bands have specifically mentioned that photo and that album as an influence. So you two, Nirvana, Beastie Boys, and even Chuck D. So Chuck D said uh, they are the band that changed everything. And Chuck D revealed that his group, Public Enemy, was trying to be the rap version of The Clash. So, and I love me some Public Enemy. So I was just like, yes! (laughs) So I do have what Penny actually thought of this photo in 2019. So like getting some time away from it now that this is an icon and now she has time to, yeah. So she had an interview with The Guardian and she thinks, quote, Smith thinks it's an enduring appeal down to adolescent angst. Uh, she says it captured it and it could be anybody who just loses their rag. <laughs> she says, I'm pleased I took it, but it's a bit of a weight around my neck. It keeps coming back to whack me in the back of the head nicely in some instances, but aggravating in others. Mm-hmm. So in other words, she's always known as the one who took the Clash cover photo. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? I filmed Led Zeppelin before this but whatever (laughs) Uh, but in 2002 Q Magazine named that photo the greatest rock and roll photo of all time Wow! right Um, and I've got a few little side bits of trivia Um, if you want to see the smashed bass because they actually have it uh, it's in the Museum of London right now it uh, used to be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum in Cleveland Anybody else see it? Because I've seen it. (laughs) It's really cool. Where was it before that, before they realized it would become so iconic? I think somebody took it because I don't think like the band, you know, like, oh, I'm going to hold on to this. I think it was discarded and a roadie took it. Yeah. Okay. But I think they knew it was going to be. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I'm blown away by people that hold on to stuff because yeah. I'm a shedder of things. Right. I'm the opposite of a hoarder. That's you put it all in the shed. It still exists. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. one of those things where um, definitely with the punk scene and how the clash was kind of moving up, they definitely decided Hoarders, to hold on to it, but they didn't like want it, want it. You know what yeah. I mean? Other thing, the other piece of memorabilia, when Paul smashed the guitar, he broke his watch. Mm. He gave Penny his watch. Aww. She still has it. Nice. Museums have asked to put it on display, and she's like, "Fuck you, it's mine." <laughs> so yeah, no, that's that's her that's her watch. So she still has it, and Paul gave it to her. The hmm. other reason why I wanted uh, to go second, which I don't usually go second, um, the album "London Calling" was recorded this month, 42 years ago. Oh, and we no love the way. yeah, and we love the number 42 because yeah. it's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw that, I went, what? Also, August 21st specifically, which is a Saturday this year. So it'll be the Saturday after this airs. um, It would have been Joe Strummer's 69th birthday. And Joe Strummer, he died at the age of 50 from an undiagnosed heart defect. He didn't know he had a heart problem. 
Yeah. Unrep about, yeah, and at 50. So, but Joe Sturmer was in a lot of bands and he was really, really cool. And he also was, you know, he was kind of a mentor and kind of a shit kicker to a lot of punk rock people. So it was nice. It was kind of one of those things where it's like, dude, do better. You know what I mean? So he was like, he was a hard daddy. Let me put it that way. (laughs) Uh, But also a good daddy in the, in the punk rock movement. So I absolutely love them. So that is, that is my one cool thing is, uh, is Penny Smith. Very and the cool. Clash photo. Did you guys not know about the Clash? <gasps> They're the it's, only I mean, band that matters. Rock the Cashbar, uh, yeah. London Calling. Yeah. I, I know the song. Right. Yeah. Yes. They're they are amazing. Uh, three chord harmony, and mm-hmm. uh, punk rock kid. No, I don't know. I know your dad cool. didn't let you watch MTV. <laughs> I think it was my mom. Oh, your mom. Okay. I don't know. I'll she have to give you a punk a rock education. Neil Diamond. <laughs> Neil Diamond. I, I do love some Sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, buddy. Exactly. I have one of his live albums on vinyl. He's good, though. I and will say Neil Diamond is a very good singer. It's my favorite because it's a live show, and he's like, I'm going to play something now that I think you guys will remember for a little while. Yes. <laughs> sweet <laughs> Caroline. It's like my favorite yes. quote is like it's not gonna make it's not gonna like make your whole life right now it kind of does sometimes you'll forget but you're gonna remember it for a little while exactly well people have remembered penny smith's work yeah oh absolutely epic yeah it's what's your most popular led zeppelin image um it's the one that i had to like try to figure out uh where it was from here i can pull it up on it's It's the the one you put on facebook Mm -hmm. yes yeah it's the earl's london show and that one's from 75 so that is her most famous one from Zeppelin, but I'm sure there's others. Um, I was just having a hard time finding because, yeah. geez, you know, Led Zeppelin is such a small band and all, all right. and not too many people have really taken photos of them. Yeah. So I was really yeah. looking at a needle in a haystack. So I had a kind of had to backwards generate. I actually had to figure out when it was. Um, a little help from, well, a lot of help from uh, Judith was on my Facebook feed. And mm-hmm. Barb also helped out, too, because she's like, why don't you put it on Facebook and see if Hivemind yeah. knows? Um, but really what gave it away was the stage. The stage mm-hmm. had these, like, light bulbs on the front of it, these little orbs. And so it was matching that. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they did a lot <laughs> of tours. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's so many tours. <laughs> Josh is trying to bring me up to date with classic rock oh there you go yes led zeppelin um song remains the same i don't know what it was okay watched a whole concert yes on the netflix did it seem like it was away it goes in the 70s yeah well yeah okay it was probably song remains the same yes yes probably so So as you research did you come across an image of pennies that was your absolute favorite i love the clash photo no i really do because the energy that is in that photo is like my favorite um, also, she took a picture of the Ramones. Okay, I'm going to okay. assume Ooh. you guys don't know who the Ramones are. I've heard of the Ramones. Okay, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> um, let's see. The Ramones. I love this one. Look at the bass player's face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love energy in photos, especially when it's music. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't want it to be uh, on a wall. I want it to be, um, to feel like the music is. And that is feeling like it's totally jamming. Um, I also love Tom Waits. I do have a photo she took of Tom Waits. And she has the uh, Oasis, too. Um, she took this one of Tom Waits. Tom oh, Waits is a uh, avant-garde um, kind of circus lounge singer, if that's the best way to like. He's weird. You got to put it together like that. <laughs> okay. Circus lounge singer is the best way. Mm. Uh, but he does a song called Waltzing Matilda, which is like one of my favorite songs. Mm. But uh, he would be... 
I don't, he's art scene, but he's not necessarily like punk music, but he got a well, got along very well with the punk scene and stuff like that. So, but yes, Tom Waits is also an actor. Sometimes he's in movies just to, just to screw around. (laughs) So yes, but any questions for me? Just as a a photographer, I completely sympathize with her of the whole, no, you don't want that thing. That is not in focus. You can't even see who that is. (laughs) What are you doing? Oh, no, I would. I'm right along with her. I would have been like, why not even put that in there? See, probably not even going, it's not my best work. I could do so much better. Uh But it's more of the moment than it is the the image itself, which sucks because that takes no skill. (laughs) <laughs> that takes oh. luck. That's not fair. Yeah, that is luck. <laughs> but she was right place, right time. Yeah. And she almost wasn't. <laughs> it's interesting that she's like, uh, like annoyed half the time that yeah. people ask her about it, but then she cherishes that watch yeah. so much. I think it's the people, not the business. Mm-hmm. So she's. But that happened in that same moment. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way she doesn't think about like that thing happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. She loves those mm-hmm. guys. Um, she, they are history buffs and she's, she's not, even though she, she didn't know who Led Zeppelin really was when she went on tour with them. She doesn't really listen to rock and roll music. Like she's very in her own zone and just finds interesting. Like a lot of the photographs that she would take were like when the band would say, Hey, can you take some photos of us for the album? It was them doing stuff that was not musically related. So she would find a way to take musicians out of their element and just playfully be themselves. Mm. And I think the clash was so playfully (laughs) that she had a lot more fun with them sort of thing. Um, Plus she was in a very male dominated industry. Mm -hmm. Not only was it the bands were dudes and lots of them, but there's groupies and there's not many other photographers and videographers that are women. So I'm sure in her career, she might've gotten like, Oh, are you a groupie? You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, no, I'm paid to be her. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So, but yeah, (laughs) well, that wraps it up for us this week. Again, happy birthday, Joe's drummer. Join us next (laughs) week as our next gal pal share her one cool photography gal as the gals guide podcast continues thanks for listening for show notes links and images from this week's show visit galsguide.org want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers become a gals guide patron today thanks for listening <laughs>